Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. insanely chill uh i'm gonna start real quick with a message this is for all my my youtube viewers out there that's you watching on youtube right now maybe you're eating a meal or um you're on the toilet you know having a crap um i'm talking right to you i want to let you know that i appreciate you for watching this show on youtube and i cherish you in fact and you, you hold a very special place in my heart. Um, and in return, I just ask of you one small favor. If you wouldn't mind, A, subscribing to this channel, B, heck, I mean, you could even click like on this video if you feel so inclined. Um, you know, if you're shitting right now, there's probably nothing else to do, so I would just, you know, why not? And then, and then what I want you to do is go on Spotify, subscribe on Spotify, rate this five stars, and if you feel so inclined, again, maybe give it a little, a little message. Say, gee, oh my, I love this show, and uh, it tickles me pink. Please say that. I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much for watching this show. I appreciate it. It's, um, you know, I'm still figuring it out a little bit. Um, I like to kind of think of this, at least endeavors like these as a kind of Plinko machine, you know? You start in a certain place, you have an aim of where you want to exit, but as it goes down, you kind of learn, you know, it, it takes its own life and then you end in a different place than, than when you started. So I kind of feel like, you know, for example, the last episode with Danny, if you watched that one, I appreciate it. It was a little awkward at times just because I'm not really sure how much I want to ask or how, how much I want to aim the show towards uh, being funny or being inspirational or whatever. You know, I really wanted to talk about his marathon, but also, you know, I feel like it was like a wasted opportunity to, to just kind of fuck around with Danny because he's so funny. So, you know, let me know what you thought and uh, we're still figuring it out. And anyways, I appreciate that uh, that you watched. If you watched the last episode or you, you've been watching the last few episodes, um, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And uh, as I said before, just, you know, pop on to all those things and leave a comment and rate and all that stuff, if you wouldn't mind. So, I appreciate you. Now, without further ado, welcome to episode... Five. Five of Insanely Chill. Thank you for joining us. Today, we're going to answer a couple mailbag questions today. Mm -hmm. To start it out, I thought it'd be fun to kind of just 
chill and chat. And then we have the CEO of Liquid Death coming on. And, you know, this is not sponsored or anything. I know I kind of look like a fanboy right now with the with the fucking Liquid Death <laughs> thing in the background here, the cutout, and we got the candle up there. And let me just say that I am a fanboy. I'm a fanboy of this company. Um, I'm an investor in it, and I feel lucky to be because the company's killing it. But yeah. uh, I'll tell you the story of how that happened. Um, I, you know, for some reason they sent me like their hat. This was early in 2021. They sent me their hat. Mm-hmm. And at this point, my hair was, you know, getting longer and I kind of looked like a shithead all the time. So I was like, I should probably. Like trucker hats just looked good, I thought. I go yeah. back and I see myself now, and I'm like, oh, it didn't really look that good. I thought it, I thought it looked okay. You kind of pulled it off. Who man. is the guy from yeah. uh, 30 Rock that always wore trucker oh, hats? Oh, um, yeah, and they always had phrases on it each episode. Yes. Yeah. I, like I kind of look um, like that guy. That's, uh, yeah, he's a stand up comedian. He's so funny. He's um, hilarious. Uh, Judah Freeland, Freelander? Judah Freelander. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so funny. This was yeah. me. Yeah, this is what I felt like. <laughs> that's quarantine, Cody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, anyways, they sent me their hat, and Lutz. I was was it Lutz? Lutz. Oh yeah. no, 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 Lutz was somebody else. No, Lutz I mean, no. was the other white guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what his name. Was. Uh, um, anyways, I they sent me their hat, and it was Frank. I started. Yeah, Frank. I started wearing it all the fucking time. I didn't even really know what Liquid Death was. I just thought the logo was really cool. Yeah, because it was like punk rock, and it just like looked metal. So I started wearing the hat around all the time and then I started seeing the water and I was like, oh, this is what's on the hat. And I kind of just dove into the whole thing. I was like, this is genius. Yeah. It's just water. That's all it is. But it's just marketed in a way that's so funny and so it's just the antithesis of water. It's like water is the most basic fucking nothing thing ever. And this brand was like making it super hardcore and I was like, that's so funny. Murder your thirst. Everything I thought was hilarious about it. Yeah. So... And I was wearing the hat in all the videos, and I was like, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm helping them a little bit, putting their brand on, you know? Millions of people are watching my videos, and they see the logo on the hat, so I was like, maybe I'll reach out and see if I could actually, like, get involved somehow. So I just cold emailed him. I think I had, I knew someone who knew him, and I just asked for his email and emailed him randomly. It was like, hey, uh, I love your brand. I wear your hat in every video. Are you taking investment right now? Like, what's... Yeah, I would love to get involved. And and they were like, hell yeah, Judah Freelander wants to invest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got him, guys. <laughs> we who got is, the big one. Who is this guy? <laughs> seen 30 Rock? He's fucking hilarious. Network TV star. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wants to invest. <laughs> so he said, he replied and said, actually, Small World used to work with my wife at full screen. Oh. She was a senior editor there. And yeah, we used to be like, you know, friends at work and um it's just kind of funny like small world and so he was like actually we're raising around right now uh we're fully subscribed but you know which means like they have too many people that want to give them money oh okay so it's like they don't really have a reason to take my money yeah but um but he was like yeah you know we'd love to have you involved and so he basically allowed me and it was a great investment for me i mean it's like since then they've uh, they've raised since then. They've raised, you know, over a hundred million dollars. I think total they've raised two hundred million dollars. Now they're valued at seven hundred million dollars. Right. 
Uh, it's I guess it's one of the fastest growing non-alcoholic beverages of all time. Yeah, and it's just water. So what's cool about them is that they're like, you know, it's like it's like a marketing company essentially that whose one product is water, but right. they're geniuses when it comes to marketing. Uh, they're I some mean, of the funniest ads I've ever seen. Seriously, like yeah. the ads are ridiculously funny. All yeah. their collabs are hilarious. Right. You know, they've done collabs with uh, like Burt Kreischer. Yeah. Uh, where Body they did like Bert. a yeah Body by Burt, where he was like teaching an aerobics class. Yeah. Um, the Martha Stewart collab. That's the candle up there. Yeah. Hilarious. Steve O got like a tattoo on his neck of something. They did a collab with Tony Hawk. I mean, this is like over yeah. and over again. They prove that they're, you know, just a leader in marketing. So I thought it would be cool. Again, like I want to gear this podcast more towards business sometimes. And so I just really love this company. So I thought I'd reach out to the CEO. They actually raised money again. And I was emailing the Mike and I just said, congrats on the raise. Saw the news. Like, that's fucking awesome. And I was like, I just was like, do you want to come on the podcast? Just, just as a random, like, ah, oh, let's see if this works. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, for sure. I'll come on and talk about it. So. Stoked to have him on today. Uh, I think it should be a cool one if you're into marketing, advertising, or business. Um, so that'll be, you know, second half of this episode will be me talking to him. So I'm really stoked to have him on. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, and until then, let's jump into a, a couple questions. What do you got? Yeah. What do we got? What do you, how do you guys think the show is going so far? I was just checking my phone. Pretty bored. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Fuck! Yeah, we we lost Ryan already, so no, we have doing great. two producers left. Um, <laughs> yeah, my grandma texted me and said, "Great job, sweetie." So I think, <laughs> you know, I think that's a good litmus test of how we're doing. <laughs> Your grandma is watching the show. Yeah, and like I said, you know, we talked about shitting is our she pants. Hot? What's up, my grandma? Sorry, what's up? She. What did you say? You know what? She. I'll say it. My grandma is. <laughs> no, you don't. Have to. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't say that. She's a beautiful woman, man. Kenny's nan. It's Ma. 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 Kenny's Ma. Shout out to Barbara. He's a wonderful human being, and he's helped me so much, <laughs> and you did great. <laughs> she uh, she conveniently, conveniently left out the part about me shitting my pants, so she was like, you <laughs> seem so comfortable up there, and then didn't mention anything else about the episode. <laughs> oh, you're like, not kidding. This really happened. This really happened. Really? Yeah. yeah. You know, that was like my first time on camera, yeah, like yeah, online okay. like that, so yeah, I got texts from family, <laughs> but they all left out that portion about how... I shit my pants all the time. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, my grandma. It would have been was... funny if one of them was like, you got that from me. Yeah. <laughs> and that little thing, that little gene. <laughs> Chip off the old block. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's from your pops. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's probably sitting in his car on the way to work listening to that going, fuck, man. He is just like me. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I did see a lot of comments on yeah. episode two of people being like, Kenny is the man. I love yeah. Kenny, and I was like, "Did he?" Not that I don't think you're the man, but I was like, well, "They did seem a little bit like, like, like your friends." I had. Did you I send had, it out to people? And I sent it to my friends. There were a few friends that commented, but there were several that were not related organic. to me at all. Organically, that's fucking commented. awesome. Um, I so. never get that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're way ahead of me already. Yeah. Let's change. <laughs> yeah, what is yeah. that like? Let's change this to Kenny Murphy right here. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no. Um, it. Yeah, it was cool. So, um, you know, I will continue to shit my pants. So we have talking points for yeah. future episodes. And um, yeah, I think it's going pretty well so far, man. Yeah, it's we're cruising. It's been a, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun doing these. Yeah, 
getting together here and just kind of hanging. Yeah. It does feel like a mixture of what Insanely Chill used to be mm-hmm. and, you know, wh- how our podcast's presence has a has evolved to these days. Right. Where it's like, you know, in a big room and you got a set and everything. It feels like a nice little medium. Um, a happy medium. Yeah. So, I'm happy with it. It's been great. Yeah. And the comments are all like, "Wow, it is a bigger production, but uh, it does feel just as chill. So I think that's what we were going for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a big success, I think. Yeah. Up to this point. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, the first question is from Maddie Too Clean. Uh, what comedian slash actor has had the greatest impact on your sense of humor? Jesus. Um, I don't know. All right. Next question. Great. <laughs> <laughs> what was your- I never know how to answer those questions where it sh- should be fucking obvious. Yeah. I don't know. Um, like, I think the question inherently puts a lot of pressure yeah. on you to say the right answer. Nope. Who, yeah. who did you watch a lot growing up is probably a better way to say it. Right. Again, I. You don't know who you watched growing up? I mean, who did you watch growing up? I watched a lot of. Damn, now that you put me on the <laughs> No, I, I it's watched, hard. No, I, I watched, watched a lot of everything. There yeah. wasn't that. One, I never had that like one person that was like my beacon of like inspiration, in terms of like my artistry. Because mm-hmm. I also never really saw myself as an artist. Mm-hmm. I think like really creative, right brain people. It's like they look up to somebody because they resonate with that person. But for me, it was always like tech, yeah, Steve Jobs, entrepreneurship. Like that's what really inspired me. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I was one of the, I was definitely one of the kids that like looked up to like Steve Jobs and yeah, stuff like that. But yeah, in terms of like comedy and stuff, um, Regis Philbin probably. <laughs> <laughs> that was the answer when you were asked me. I was like, I watch a lot of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. When I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> so did I. Oh. Yeah, Jeff Probst. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeff Probst. Yes. That guy's like Julie Chen, comedian. Yeah. Julie Chen from Big Brother. Yeah, it's also tough like naming names because when you answer a question like that people expect that to be that's like you saying well i watched a lot of jim carrey growing up so people will think like oh so you think you're jim carrey yeah, yeah you yeah. think you're that fucking funny yeah like there's pressure there yeah. also naming who you liked I, um, I will say when i started doing youtube um one person that i watched all the time mm-hmm. that i looked up to i guess was filthy frank uh yeah. joji yeah and it's just because like i mean his videos were just chaos. Mm-hmm. They were such a crazy art form, so unique, unlike anything I've ever seen before. And with so much effort, yeah, put into these things, they just stood apart. And so, you know, I was a fan of his videos. They were just so insane. But then also, like him as an artist as well. He wasn't just like a YouTuber. He also made music, like as Pink Guy and. Uh, his melodies and his production was always like really unique and amazing. Like he just had something different, you know? So I was, I was really drawn to him in the beginning. And I I really looked up to the fact that he did like multiple things. And now, I mean, it's just, you know, now his whole music career as Joji is just further proof that he is like so special as an artist. So really, really, I definitely looked up to him as I was starting YouTube. Yeah. Um, actually, I met him one time. I, no way. yeah, Rich Brian. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He, when he played his very first show, it was at the Roxy, right? Yeah, the Roxy, I believe. And he, he flew from Indonesia to LA to do this show, I believe. And we went out for wings or something. There's a picture on my Instagram where me and Rich Brian like went out to Hooters. I took him to Hooters <laughs> for lunch. <laughs> what went into that? Like, you got to see this. <laughs> Dude, I found this spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found this little hole in the wall spot in LA. You're going to love it. <laughs> no, but I was like, it'd be funny like to, for him to see Hooters, I guess. I don't know. He's like never been to America. so. But then he played his first show and I went and saw it. And after the show, this is when he was like, you know, I think he, this is when he first signed to 88 Rising. I believe, and I think Joji was also Joji by this point. I'm not really sure, but anyways, they knew each other, and he was in the green room, and I just was like, oh my god. <laughs> I just kind of was like fangirling a little bit. Wow, and, and you he don't said do what that up very to me often, right? No. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I'm Look at this. Fanboying today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's uh, sponsored branded content. This yes, is exactly. I am paid oh, for this. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. Um, Was it? Oh, oh right there. Oh. Wow. This is in 2017. Make my cameo. I was man. a big fan. I was a big fan of Brian from Twitter. And when he started making music, I was into his music too. And he's actually one of the people that inspired me to start making music. Oh, no way. Yes. It was wow. him. Because I went over to I, I went over to his apartment and he pulled up his computer and pulled up Fruity Loops and or FL Studio now it's called, and started playing me a bunch of beats that he made. And I was like, you made these? You just sat down and made these? Yeah. And I was blown away, and he was like, yeah. It was really good. And uh, and I was like, man, that is so inspiring. He was like, I don't even know he, how old he was at the time. Yeah. And another person, I know I'm just like fucking rambling right now, but uh, no, another, like- I actually wanted to tell Danny this yesterday, and I forgot. He was the other person that inspired me to start making music. You talked about that on his uh, original Insanely Chill oh, episode. Oh, I did. Okay. Well, good. maybe not inspired, but like you guys, I think he talked about somebody had like a, um, help me out with the, the phrasing of this, but it's like a, a beat package or something. Like he sampled, like a sample package and he he bought somebody's and just started making music off of that. And you were really, you can tell how intrigued you were by it. Well, because he was uh, making comedy music at that point. Yeah. And, you know, it just seemed like a really intimidating thing. Super complex. In college, I had downloaded Ableton a couple times and tried to make a beat. Yeah. But was just so lost in all the fucking buttons and the process. I had no... Like, dude, opening up a blank DAW is the most intimidating thing ever because it's just knobs and buttons and terminology Mm. everywhere that you have no idea what anything means. Yeah. You know? Steep learning curve. It's so steep. Yeah. Yeah. And... I did that in college a couple times. I would open it up, and actually, this is relevant to this. When I was a DJ in college, <laughs> right. I was like, "Well, I'm a DJ. I should probably start making music because otherwise, I'm just a DJ and I feel like kind of a fraud." Right, right. So, I would download Ableton, open it up. I would look, and it's like knobs for 
you know, EQs and all these acronyms. I had no idea what they stood for. I still don't know what EQ stands for. <laughs> Equalizer. <laughs> Equalizer. Oh, you know, knobs at, you know, DB. What is that? Decibel. 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 Yeah. Mm. Yeah. MIDI? Uh, it's an acronym That's for... A, I used to know it. Mothers. Something, something digital in interface. Dentist. Yes, that would make more sense. Institutions. Digital interface. Uh, yeah, it's music is filled with acronyms. Yeah. Um, and now you're making fart songs. Low end, high end. Yeah. You know, low end. What you know? Ass. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> the higher you oh, turn low the low end, I'm into those. <laughs> oh, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> the higher you turn the knob, the more people want to shake their ass to the song. Exactly. Yeah, that's what that's it is. Why it's called low end. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great. I feature pass. There's so many things. You open this yeah. thing, and it's just all like whatever. So both times, I just closed it, uninstalled Ableton. I was like, this is not for me. I'm not cut out for this. I'm not man enough to for this. And then. I went over to Danny's place one time and he pulled up one of his, again, he like pulled up, I was like, what's, what's making music like? How do you do it? Yeah. And he was like, oh dude, he pulled up one of his sessions and he played me this comedy song that he was making and it was like, you know, five tracks, pretty simple. He showed me how to make a beat and that happened right before the keep, uh, the Jake Paul video came out. Oh, okay. So I was yeah. like, I had seen that and I had seen Rich Brian and I was like, God, this is really, I know these guys, mm -hmm. you know? They're, they're, I mean, they're, they are smart and gifted in their own ways, but I, I just felt like I was friends with these guys. They're making content just like me. I was like, oh, if I can, I could probably figure this out. And so then when we did that Jake Paul video, that's why I opened up FL Studio and I started making that beat and that turned into Keep You Dick Fat. And then since then, I've wow. been oh my God. making stuff. So that's wild. I say all that to say I'm not saying my DJ name. Oh, you're not going to reveal that? No, here because today? it's horrendously embarrassing it is worse than you could imagine what do you think it would be guess dj dj low end <laughs> fatty low end no honestly that's a good name should we do that should we rebrand cody into dj low end i maybe <laughs> i mean the fart song you made in under an hour you are a seasoned dj no, no that's my new name the absolute fart man the absolute fart man yeah <laughs> Which, by the way, that song. Oh yeah, do you guys know plays? what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of DJ names for you now. Yeah, like what it could have been. Colo. Co I was gonna DJ. say Colo. DJ Colo. D oh yeah. Colo DJ. <laughs> Colo DJ. Colo DJ. Colo DJ. That's good. Colo DJ. That's horrible. Colo DJ. I'll tell you what it was. I'll tell you guys what it was. Do you know what it is? What my DJ name in college was? Okay, just bleep it. Right. It was DJ. <laughs> no way! That is dude. the worst. Ricky, do not bleep bleep that at all. No, no, bleep That's it staying because, in. because I'm doing I, I'm doing I'm planning this video where yeah. I might like say what it was. And oh, so I okay. Use that as like a piece in it. But yeah, are there videos dude, where that 10 was like, out of 10. introduced? A, what, a video like where they like, introduce you like seriously? No, no, I never like played a show or anything like that. It was just oh. like frat parties. And <laughs> I would get booked at like local bars. People were just calling you that around campus. In front of your DJ booth, it says DJ. We'll bleep that one. I never, I never liked the name. It was never. I didn't. One of my, one of my like frat brothers was like, uh, I was like looking for a DJ name, and he just started calling me that, and then it stuck. Everyone started like it. Just was one of those things where everyone just then knew me as that. That's awful. And I know, and then it just I couldn't change it. So, 
Is that the idea? <laughs> Don't say that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you got to cut that. Okay. Bleep that. All right. We'll cut that out. <laughs> no, people will find out what it is eventually. Um, oh, this is a good question. Uh, this was, So to kind of piggyback off of this question, um, people just wanted to know in general what you did to stay like alert with music um, while you're running so you don't want to kill yourself with boredom. What mindset are you taking yourself to or what are you listening to? Um, I'm of the opinion that music is cheating. Wow. No, okay. <laughs> I think David Goggins says that. Does he really? I think That's someone so told hardcore. me one time that he says that. Yeah, he does. I saw him on Rogan say that. Yeah, does he? Yeah. So he just raw dogs it. Yeah. I've done a couple like that. Like last week, my headphones died. And so Ooh. I went on a 12-mile run, I'm pretty sure, just completely just me and my sick thoughts. Whole time just thinking. It's actually not as bad as you think because you do you do kind of, you're forced to get into that flow state. Mm -hmm. And you do end up just thinking and you get lost in your own thoughts and then, oh, you look at your watch and you've done another like four miles. Oh, okay. There's actually, yeah. your body adapts for sure. I do prefer, when I'm running these days, I do prefer music. Podcasts just like aren't enough entertainment for me. They like almost, it's almost worse than not listening to anything. Uh -huh. And even when I put a podcast on, I'll notice that I'll just drown it out. And I'll just use it as like ambient talking and I won't actually listen to what they're saying. Yeah. Unless it's a really good episode. Uh, like there was one I listened to Brooke a couple days ago. Podcast. Yeah. If it's, for example, Brooke and Connor make a podcast or it's Trillionaire Mindset or foul it's tip. Foul Tip or it's 8-Ball Special or TMG or even Insanely Chill. Mm. Actually, that's not even a joke. I listened to the Jimmy episode. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> and you're running. Great point, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, you're handsome. And so funny. And fucking hot, too. Your voice is drip. God. Um, no, I, I sometimes I like to listen, especially if it's a guest I really like, I yeah. like to listen to my own episodes because A, it makes me think about what to do better. Oh, okay. And uh, B, I again, if it's a guest I like, I kind of forget sometimes when I, we're in conversation because I'm always worried about like whether or not it's entertaining. Yeah. Uh, it's always nice to actually listen to it. And mm -hmm. like, I found myself laughing a lot at the stuff that Jimmy was saying. And I was like, God, I was thinking about jokes that I should have said. That oh, That's the worst feeling, dude. It's fine. Because again, like it just helps me be better for next time. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, like I said, these days, it's for, for the most part, it's music. Because it just really helps me stay entertained. And get yeah. that. it helps me achieve runner's high. Yeah. Whenever I have like one song that I'm really into, I'll play it on loop for the entire 10 miles. Really? Yes. Swear to that's God. the most insane shit. Wait, so that's like, and, how and many the, times and does The it most recent through? one was Last Last by Burna Boy. Okay. That song, I just literally had it on repeat for 10 miles and yeah. I had runners high the entire time. And you knew all the lyrics by the end of the 10 miles. <laughs> I didn't, which is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> it's but like that's, almost an hour and a half, right? Yeah. That's yeah. insane. It, but it doesn't, it goes by, I don't know. I just, I, I'm also, I also do that thing where I'm like, oh, I know how long the song is. So if I listen to it three times, that's another 10 minutes. So I use it as like markers. <laughs> that's psycho behavior. Yeah. I mean, might, you, you really like, psycho. you got, you kind of have to do crazy shit like this. You have to find your like craziness in order to do this stuff, I think, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What other I'm interested though. What other stuff do you listen to? Yeah. What type of music are you listening to besides that on your run, your long runs? Um, I mean it's it's a lot of music in that style. 
Burna Boy? Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like African music, <laughs> Afrobeat. I really, really like it. It just gives me like a crazy energy. That'd be fun to run to, I think. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It is. But also, like, I'll just listen. I have a song, I have a playlist called Good Ass Songs that I just, every time I like a song, I'll add it to that. Yeah. So I'll usually, you know, sometimes I'll just play that. Or uh, on Fridays, I'll listen to my release radar. So just like all the new music. Oh, yeah. Um, I just thought of something. What if we had the fans, we create an empty Spotify playlist for you to run to, and then we have the fans throwing music for you. And you run your 10 miles for the day, and you report back which your favorite songs were, which ones sucked, which ones got you through and gave you endorphins and things like that. You're just I opening f- yourself up. To I feel like people would end up trolling. You'd probably get a lot of absolute fart man in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the Jimmy episode of Insanely Chill over and over and over again. <laughs> when I'm when I'm lifting, I have to listen to like West Side Gun or Benny the Butcher. Yeah, yeah. I got to get in that headspace, yeah. that killer headspace. Yep. Um, the boom bap stuff really does it for me. Yeah. I get amped. Yeah, yeah and that's but it's great. Yeah. I, I can't do anything lower energy than that now. Yeah. I've, I'm like addicted to that that pacing of music. Yeah. Um, I just turned into a different guy in the gym, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What um, about you guys? Yeah, what uh, do you listen to? I listen to NF. Okay, the rapper? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's He does a lot of like, he has a song called The Search, which is just like him. It's just like super motivating um, or like, I don't know. Any Most of his songs are just like super motivating rap. Yeah. So I put, end up putting a lot of lately. I've been listening to. I told you about Connor Price. Yeah. I think you added him whenever we were out. And I DM'd him oh, actually. Really? Yeah, because people have been saying forever that we look alike. Yeah. And so I added him on Instagram and uh, DM'd him. Or I think he reached out to me first and was like, um, I forget, but I was basically like, I was like my long lost brother, <laughs> like finally good to talk to you. But so like. I had seen him. Zach, what do you listen to, first of all? Just when I work out? Or just yeah, or when you run. You're uh, running again, right? Yeah. I like to listen to alternative rap. So nice. like J. Cole, Kendrick, okay, yeah. stuff like that. Nice. Um, well, guys, we're going to jump on. Uh, well, I will say, first of all, just to finish this point, Connor Price, you, when we were golfing, you were like, you got to check out Connor Price. He's blowing up right now, blah, blah, blah. And so I popped on his page, and I realized I've definitely seen him before. It's because people tagging me in his videos, being like, this guy's you. And... Uh, but I will say I'm really invested in his series in the the work globe the thing. globe series. Yeah, really good. It's crazy. It's like, I mean, I love to see people that are just like grinding to make it work, and then when they strike gold like that, it's so fantastic. He's to blowing see. up. He's got a song called Straight A's, which I run to a lot. I think it's really mm. good. So people should so, check that out. Yeah. So basically, his story is he's just he's like an independent artist, and uh, through t- through TikTok has been making TikToks for like years. And has been making music for a while too, but just recently started this series where he like spins a globe, you know, lands his finger on it, and then picks an artist from that country and collabs on a song. And now he's released three of those, all within like six weeks or something. But the first episode of that got like forty-five million views or something insane on TikTok. So now every six, every uh, um, successive one, whatever, every one after that. Now it's just generating millions of views, and because of that, his songs are getting millions of streams the week that they that they come out. It's fucking crazy. He's got like six million monthly listeners on Spotify or something crazy within like a month. This has happened, so he's literally struck gold. It's crazy, and 
Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. For some reason, I mean, congrats to him. It's amazing. Like, as an independent artist, that's really, really hard to do. But it's also, I'm invested in this series. Every time he comes out with a new one, I'm like, oh, what's it going to sound like? Maybe it'll land on Venice Beach and he'll... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cody Cole! What's up? And I just botch it? (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. We'll find someone else. He lands on Canada. He's like, Canada? Let's see. Okay, guys. Uh, thanks for listening to the first half of this episode. Appreciate it. We're going to jump on with the CEO of Liquid Death now. And maybe afterwards, we'll, we'll do a little uh, post-mortem. Mike, can you hear me? Yo, yeah. What's up, dude? How you doing, man? Good. You? Good. Thanks for popping on. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. It's awesome. And uh, congrats on all the recent success. It's been fucking awesome to see. I was, uh, I don't know if you can see the cutout back oh, here. We got it. the candle up there. <laughs> um, so for the people that, I mean, I know you've probably told the story a thousand times by now, but for my audience who probably doesn't know the story of Liquid Death, like how did it start? And, uh, you know, when did you first like feel like you had traction with the brand? So, yeah, we, we started selling the first cases of Liquid Death back in like late January. 2019 but it was liquid death as a brand started probably a year and a half earlier where i had this idea to start you know a healthy beverage company that was marketed in the same way that unhealthy beverages are marketed so like all the funniest ad campaigns most people remember are like bud light Doritos, Snickers, you know, Red Bull, like it's all alcohol and junk food does all the cool, funny marketing. And then kind of decided that water made a ton of sense because it was sort of the healthiest thing you could drink. Most people don't drink enough of it. It was like the biggest beverage category, bottled water. It was actually bigger than soda and it passed soda, I think in 2017 or 18. So I'm like, oh, wow, it's a huge market for this it's all marketed the same kind of boring way um everybody drinks water um we were starting to see the first articles around plastic being this huge issue Mm -hmm. like you know big companies were pledging to get rid of plastic bottles like plastic was almost becoming like the new tobacco Mm -hmm. and we started thinking about like oh putting it in a tall boy can they're infinitely recyclable. It's a better alternative than plastic. It just looks cool. It feels cool. So it kind of had this idea for liquid death, this tall boy of water. But because the idea was so stupid, <laughs> uh, nobody was going to like invest money in the idea. Right. It was like, oh, that's never going to work. Retailers will never put it on the shelf. Uh, it's just going to be confusing to people because it looks like beer. Um so I had to basically use social media to prove out that it could be a viable idea. So we made a Facebook page, no Instagram, no Twitter, just Facebook. I came up with this funny idea for a liquid death commercial. 
that we shot for like 1500 bucks a friend of my wife's who's an actress she was cool to like star in it and then you know we put the video on on facebook we did a couple funny like social posts with this 3d render of a liquid death can it just made it seem like it was a real company so you didn't even and, you didn't even have like a simple like mvp or anything like it, nothing, you didn't yeah. have a real <laughs> canned yeah. water yeah you can't just go buy a can at the store and put water in it it's like you have to use like a huge canning facility the minimums on cans i think were like a quarter million cans is okay. the minimum mm. of cans you can buy so yeah, all of a sudden, if you just want to do anything with a can, I mean, you're talking quarter million dollars just for the product and doing nothing else. Yeah. And then, the if, and then if that doesn't work, you got to drink a lot of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're stuck with a quarter million <laughs> canned water. You got to rent some storage units <laughs> yeah. at that point. Yeah, or, or you're getting sued by some warehouse that's like, come get this shit. <laughs> yeah. Or you just uh, work out a ton and just drink a shit ton of water. Yeah. You know, get really hydrated. Yeah. But yeah, so that that was how it started. And then... You know, the, the video ended up after a few months having like 3 million views. We had the page had like 80,000 followers, which at the time was more than Aquafina had on Facebook. And we had just like hundreds of comments and messages of people being like, this is the coolest thing ever. Where do I get this? Is this real? We're a distributor in New York. Can we talk to a salesperson? So I use all that traction to then actually go raise a small round of funding to actually produce like a minimum run of product. So because like, you know, just because your marketing is so great, um, is that kind of what the emphasis is on internally is like, how much time do you spend on like R and D or like researching, you know, new skews of flavors for water? Cause I know now you have still sparkling and then you have the three flavors as well. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. like how much time are you spending just marketing the current product, trying to build that as much as you can? And how much time are you guys spending like trying to launch new stuff? It's, it's a balance. You know, we've been very surgical where we had only plain still water in a can for an entire year. And then we did plain sparkling water in a can for an entire year. And then when we launched flavors, we didn't launch 10 flavors like LaCroix. We launched three. Right. And then, yeah. you know, next year we're going to launch just one more flavored sparkling, but we're also going to be launching Liquid Death iced tea next year, actually. What? No way. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. So is the iced tea going to be the same thing where it's like agave or it's yeah, like less a sugar? Agave, than... like 30 calories. Um, That's awesome. Way different than like the Arizona that's got 70 milligrams of sugar in it. <laughs> I do like those, but they kind of fuck your day up. I like root beer too. I like brownie sundaes, but I can't eat them three times a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most times when I have a brownie Sunday for breakfast, my day yeah. after that is kind of shot. Goes down hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's your like? You have a history in advertising, though, right? You, uh, you worked for Netflix, I think. It's so funny. That's like this weird thing that isn't necessarily true. Okay. Plus <laughs> articles, but basically, I worked for an advertising agency in LA. And one of our clients was ah, Netflix. I see. So, oh. like, work so you just Netflix. worked on like a campaign. Yeah. I yeah. See. When I was doing research on you, all these articles were like, he was a creative director at Netflix and all stuff. So I think that's where that came from. It was a recent one. I think there's like some French article that just popped up and they're like, 
director at Netflix. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, keep moving up the ranks. Soon you'll be CEO. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should start that rumor right now, actually. Yeah. Guys, I'm yeah, currently yeah. talking to the CEO of Netflix. <laughs> I, actually, I guess the next question I wanted to ask you was, um, what is your favorite marketing campaign that you guys have worked on? Um, like out of, out of all the campaigns, like, you know, your Super Bowl commercial or any of the collabs that you've done, you know, with Bird or Tony Hawk or whatever, which is your favorite? Which do you think was the most effective? Well, one of the most effective was the Tony Hawk campaign and, and probably one of my favorite. Cause I mean, I grew up I mean, when I was six years old and my parents asked me what I wanted to do. Like I told them I want to draw skateboards. Like I was into skateboarding, got my first skateboard in 1989. It was a Tony Hawk board. I actually have the graphic tattooed on my side. It was the first skateboard I ever got at like eight years old or whatever. Um, so yeah, getting able to, being able to like have Tony come in as an investor and then be so down to do this really funny, dumb idea where we, he's actually going to let us take his blood. <laughs> and <film laughs> it. Um, that I think was probably one of my favorite and it, and it just did so well as, as a campaign. Like it just blew up the internet and then Lil Nas X commented on the campaign. And then it had a whole other viral sort of wave after that. Um, so that was it. But then the other one that I probably enjoyed making the most was our very first animated commercial okay. where it was like a cartoon where there's like the thirst murderer guy that's like murdering all these thirsts for on like for 40 straight seconds or however long it is. Um, because that I got to work with um, this guy, Will Carsola, who created that show, Mr. Pickles on Adult Swim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we worked with him and their uh, animation studio to create that. And he was already an investor and kind of like a, almost like a creative partner with me uh, um, in the early days of Liquid Death. Um, we still work with him now. And, uh, you know, the, the animation studio was kind of down to do us a favor because it was Will and they were already producing Mr. Pickle. So they could just kind of do this as like a side thing fairly easily and we got it for a great deal, but just be able to go through that whole process of making a cartoon was so cool to me. That's really cool. I will say the only time I've ever been legitimately starstruck in LA is when I saw Tony Hawk at dinner one time, like at the table beside me and I freaked the fuck out. I couldn't even like speak like that to me. I feel like everyone, how old are you? I just turned 40. Okay. Yeah. So I guess like everyone 30 to 40 years old, it's like, that is your childhood. Yeah. Is Tony yeah. Hawk, Tony Hawk's pro skaters. Like skateboarding was everything to me. Do you still skate? Oh yeah. I, I skate at Tony's. Like I try to skate like every oh. other week. Damn, okay. <laughs> First name basis. Tony's you go Tony's. to his house and you skate. So he, I mean, he's not he's not there a lot of the time. It's more like I from going there, like I've made friends with like Andy McDonald, who's always skating there. And like hmm. it's like I I've I got onto this thing where like, I want to get better at skating vert. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's like the natural old man progression of skateboarding. Like right. You can't skate street yeah. and handrails when you're fucking 40. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to get better at vert. So I've been going down and Andy, Andy Mack has been like, you know, being super cool, teaching me kind of, you know, little things, but like, yeah, it's, it's fun now. I can drop in on the vert ramp and, you know, and this is at his house. He's got a, no, at his office. He's oh, got gotcha. Like, okay. Yeah, he's got like a big warehouse office thing. It's like that main vert ramp that you see them filming on all the time. Right, right, know? right. Yeah. That's really fucking cool. I bet you would have never thought when you had this idea that seemed stupid at the get-go that it would be your doorway to <laughs> skateboarding with Tony Hawk one day. 
Never. Never. That really is wild. Um, can you talk shit about bottled water? <laughs> like, what are your le- what are you what are your least favorites? Can you rank them? Because personally, <laughs> I think Dasani is the worst. That's got to be number one in the yeah. Worst Liquid list. Death is my favorite water now. Dasani is the bottom of the list yeah. for sure. Do you guys see the the tattoo we posted yesterday on Instagram? No, I didn't see that. You want to? Yeah, I'll pull that up. Someone got an actual tattoo of a liquid death can that says death before Dasani. <laughs> no way. And then we, we congratulated Dasani on their first fan tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's good. Because you guys have had a bunch of people tattoo the brand or the logo on them, right? That we know of who have posted and tagged us. Like over 300 people have gotten liquid death tattoos now. That's nuts. Wow. I mean, I just resonated with me so much at the beginning. And the reason why I reached out and everything, the reason why I like the brand so much is because like, I've always worked on simple, stupid ideas like this. Like I had a gift card company that I started with a friend that was like, you know, we were teaching ourselves how to code backend software or whatever. So we wrote this website where you could go on and for $5, you could send a, a greeting card to anyone in the world. It would ship anywhere. And it would say, hey, on the front. And then you'd open it and it would say, fuck you, in really tiny letters. <laughs> and it was called, the service was called, hey. And we had like tens of thousands of customers. And then we did another one called Mean Mugs, where there's just mugs that said, fuck you, or like worst boss, or like worst ass, or whatever. It was just all really mean mugs. And that worked really well, too, for like a year. We, got, we sold a ton of those, too. So, I don't know, to me, like, seeing this brand in the beginning, I was like, oh my God, this is so, I just love simple, really digestible ideas like this because they can just turn into something so much more, you know? And even with those ideas you mentioned, like the reason for it being funny, weird jokes are not new to the internet. Right. Like that's what the internet's built on. Like these funny memes, these weird creative ideas that don't feel like they're from a corporation. They feel like it's like an individual weirdo person that gets to put their thing out there. But all of those things tend to be digital things because anybody can create a Photoshop image. Anybody can, you know, make a video and, and post it. What's weird is when the internet brain starts making physical objects. Right. Because typically physical objects are hard. Like you have to figure out manufacturing, shipping logistics, like warehousing, like all this shit that weird creative people typically don't want to fuck around with. So when you, the people do take the time to make these physical things, people I think are so amazed because it's like, oh, this thing doesn't seem like it's supposed to exist. Right. No company with a boardroom would have made this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's an interesting thing, I think, just moving forward. And we've even seen it with our merch. It's like we started out selling T-shirts and sweatshirts, but you started selling those fucking cardboard cutouts for 75 bucks a piece and people were buying them. It's like, <laughs> oh, like, turn weird internet ideas into physical things. And I think people just, they really like it and, and they want to collect them or they want to buy them or they want to have them. It feels special, I guess. This guy's also a Halloween costume now for those that, yeah. that don't know. Is he yeah. really? Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. I also wanted to say my favorite piece of merch you guys have put out was the uh, campaign where you had a six-year-old draw the liquid death logo and and signage it was so funny it's misspelled the skull's all fucked up it's <laughs> hilarious i mean everything you guys make is so funny yeah that was actually uh it was my six-year-old nephew my brother was like hey dominic drew you something and it was like 
that shitty liquid death can. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I was like, we have to make this into to something. And then we kind of made that whole thing where we legitimately paid him the same amount that we would pay any other artist that we commissioned to do a t-shirt. You paid your six-year-old cousin. <laughs> <laughs> He's going Creative on, director. Going yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, I have one last question for you. Have you seen the TikTok of that girl describing why you should not drink liquid death because it affects the tinctures in the water or the uh, she suggests that the negative labeling actually changes the molecular structure uh into uh something negative that you shouldn't be putting in your body because it's killing a living thing have you seen that yeah well yeah so there was this completely bogus study that was done which we found out after the fact there's this other guy who was kind of calling this out saying this guy who did this study saying that negative images and pictures can affect the molecular structure of water. Someone offered him a million dollars to replicate the study and, and he, he didn't respond. Like, Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, of course it's, it's horseshit, uh, but it, some people do believe it. Um, and this guy, this Equinox instructor made a petition on change.org to remove <laughs> liquid death from store. Okay. Because, and he the list why because these negative image these negative words on water affect the molecular structure and it's like uh so what languages does water speak uh does it understand sarcasm would it understand emojis <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh we we of course posted the petition on uh on instagram uh talking talking about it, it please sign like, this <laughs> yeah, like, we oh, are destroying society <laughs> the guy's right. got a point there is like a lot of talk <laughs> right now at least about like devil worship and like yeah. satanist marketing and how you should never play into that sort of stuff i do think that's kind of funny because it is like the whole thing at least with i mean the whole thing feels like tongue-in-cheek right and it's also yeah. like you it's also just like metal branding this is what it's always been and punk rock and stuff like that yeah yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it was never supposed to be cool for punk rock people. It was just supposed to be funny. Yeah. And branding water in a metal way is just funny. Yeah. You don't have to like metal to know that it's funny, you know. Branding anything healthy in this tongue-in-cheek aggressive way is just funny. Yeah. And that's more what it's about. Like, no one, we don't take ourselves seriously. We don't actually think we're extreme or any of that. Well, dude, it's been an honor. Thank you for coming on and chatting about uh netflix and being the ceo of netflix <laughs> it's just really cool to sit down with you <laughs> no really it's been it's been awesome uh as i said i'm a i'm a big fan of the company i'm just happy to be involved even a tiny bit so it was cool to to chat with you i'm glad you came on no it's awesome and i think it's so cool you know you have a little bit of a similar story about like you were kind of working as like a marketing guy and you sort of figured out your thing that you wanted to do and found a ton of success there too. And I, I, I talk about that a lot that I think there's a lot of creative, talented people in the marketing world that are stuck doing bullshit clienty stuff. And it's like, if you can just find the way to harness that into something that makes you money to get out of it, like, I, I think it's, I think it's a really cool thing. I was actually a software engineer, but you're right. I did, 
I did like my whole thing, at least in the company before one of the first companies I worked at, my whole thing was like generating apps, like writing apps that would just generate traffic. Cause I worked for oh. an ad network. So like my oh, whole thing was yeah. like, I have to generate as much traffic. So I just was making these like viral apps that were basically marketing campaigns. They were just, how do we get people to download this and think it's funny? So like, you know, I would work on stupid shit. Like I wrote one of the first face swapping apps or I wrote this app that would like take a picture from your camera roll or whatever and put a squirrel in front of it and then blur the background as if like an animal <laughs> jumped up in front of the lens <laughs> and you could change the animal. Like you could make it a pug or like, yeah. you know, like whatever. <laughs> so that was my job for like two years. I was just writing these stupid apps and I was writing code, but I was still like being creative. So it was cool being able to take those things and kind of turn that into a more, more of like a, you know, creative right brain career. So yeah, you're right. No, that's awesome. Well, maybe maybe we have to collab on some really ridiculous. I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. Awesome. All right, man. Thanks. All right, Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Mike. Take care, you guys. Uh, that was that was great. Good to chat with him. Yeah, really interesting. Yeah, it is. Right. Yeah, he's like the perfect intersection of like his background coming to the to the head of like perfecting his brand just from his years of experience. Yeah. As the CEO of Netflix yeah. and as a punk rocker. <laughs> and by the way, I know, I know I'm going to get comments on this that are like, oh my God, they paid you for this. You sold out. This is one big ad. I know I'm going to get comments like that. And yeah. I can assure you I was not paid for this. Yeah. I One of the podcasts that I listen to all the time is How I Built This. Uh, it was one of the first like business-like podcasts that I started listening to. Yeah. And what really got me interested in building a business myself. And I mean, you know, I'm not claiming that I can do anything like Guy Raz. He's a fucking legend. <laughs> but I do, as I listen to that show, I'm like, what could my own version of this be? And I feel like this is my first step in sort of that direction is getting better at interviewing people that are running businesses that I really resonate with. And this is one of those, so... Yeah. This is not a sponsored thing at all. I want you to know this is genuinely I'm genuinely interested in this story and it was really cool speaking with him. Um yeah. and what a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. We didn't really do that many mailbag questions, but I think we'll it was good, right? Time. Yeah, we'll get him next time. That was a solid episode. Um I think so. Yeah, gonna sound off in the comments. comments. Let me know what you think. What? They're gonna let us know in the comments if we did okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um yeah. They're going to say, we want more Zach. That's what they're going to say next time. Can you say something? More me? Yeah. yeah, yeah there we go. Is. Got him. All right. Oh, when he said more me at the end. Oh. <laughs> 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 Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, I forgot to plug the socials at the start, but please oh, yeah. go follow us on TikTok, Instagram. Uh, we got both of those up and running. What are, what are they? Uh, oh, boy. Um, they are not liquid death. Insanely right. Chill Pod. Insanely Chill Pod on Insta. And I think we are also. Insanely Chill Pod oh. on TikTok as Great. well. Yeah. Didn't realize we had a uniform like and that. Our TikToks are blowing up. Blowing up, dude. The Jimmy one is half a million views. We have another one with half a million views. We got one with 2.3 million views. Yeah. So nice get all work. these to two mil. Yeah. And we're going to be posting more too. Like we want to post several times a week and. Um, yeah, let us know what you want to see.
Thank you for joining us. Rate us on Spotify. Rate us on Apple Apple thing. Leave a comment. Rate us in the comments. Leave a comment on Apple Spotify and yeah. make sure you vote five stars on the app and download the app and let us know. Yeah. And vote uh, on November 8th. Oh, another thing. Yeah, yeah vote on November 8th. Yeah. Yes, that's important. <laughs> that's real. That's real. That one too. Yeah. And uh, one more thing. Uh, if you want these episodes ad-free, they will be on TMGstudios.tv under the Studios tier, not mm. the TMG tier. So you'll have to sign up for that tier if you want these episodes ad-free along with every other show we do. Yep. I appreciate you. See you next time. Thank you.